0: To episode 16 of the Monkey Business podcast, we have Seb and Johan. What's up, boys?
1: What's up? What's up? Good to be back. Yet another day, another
0: podcast. Yes, uh, Seb is in prison right now uh, again. I'm still in prison. <laughs> One day I'll get out. <laughs> we never never we have not been able to get you out yet. No, no, okay. no, no. So today we have uh, a few topics uh, that are very important uh, to cover. And let's start writing. Let's go right into it. Tiebreakers. What the heck just happened, dude?
1: ESL doing ESL things. I'm
2: uh,
0: not even surprised at this point. So let's just give the audience a little bit of uh, an understanding of what happened. So there were specific rules that were sent to us for the DPC. In those rules, it said that the only tiebreakers that we played would be for going to the major and not going to the major and being relegated and not being relegated. Nothing else would be played. And then they decided to change the format of the major and then decided that they were gonna readjust the rules for the tiebreakers. And to my knowledge, it was a request from Valve. The problem, it was communicated to us and to the rest of the teams after the league was done, which makes no sense. In their created... world, it
2: doesn't make any sense. In their world, I'm sure it's perfectly fine.
0: <laughs> well, it doesn't make sense. And the best part of this is that we suddenly all found out when players are already traveling, they're going back home, the bootcamp has already finished because everybody's done. And we're like, oh, wait, we have to come back and play. And the, it became more clowny because my favorite part of all of this is that Liquipedia took the pace down of the DPCs. Yeah, that was wait. the master move.
2: Why did they do that, by the way? can you explain? I actually don't know why they did that.
0: Right, so this is this is what I'm so proud. Liquipedia, you guys are a bunch of bosses. So good for you guys. As so a reaction, they, they did that? So they have a lot of fake tournaments of Dota where people match make into the results. And these websites of betting use Liquipedia to extract the names of the games and the tournaments and the times for those betting things. So these fake tournaments with fake teams use the fact that they're listed in Wikipedia to fake games and match-fix. So, Wikipedia has to do a lot of work to make sure that that doesn't happen. And it happened a lot last year with fake Chinese teams and tournaments. And Wikipedia had to go and like, start looking at lobbies and dot above to see if the games were there. So, they came with a guidelines of if a tournament does not at least comply with these basic, basic, basic things, we would not list them on our website because they're fake tournaments. <laughs> One of them is consistent rules and a r- consistent rule book. <laughs> Therefore, the DPCs broke that specific That's guy. That's line. actually really funny. Therefore, they're a fake tournament and we need to get them out of the website. <laughs> it's great. That's
2: it's actually great hilarious. Uh-huh. So, Valve can of just got blacklisted by Liquid Pedia <laughs> in a way. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, about time, I guess but
0: but dude it was like the guys from liquidpedia some of them were like getting even personal threats and everything from these chinese tournaments because I mean they're taking them down you know but it's just very very funny that that protective layer for all of us to be protected now valve broke it by changing the rules after the tournament which means that it's an illegal tournament which means that you don't get listed so there you go you have some tier three tournaments listed but not the main (laughs) dp it's hilarious And yeah, it was a clusterfuck. And it's actually more complicated of a clusterfuck because it seems that some regions knew before other regions. So there are other regions that knew a week ago and we found out the night before the Liquid and Gaming Gladiators game. Like, oh, by the way, this game that is about to be played, if they win, you have to play tomorrow. I'm like, what? We're not even screaming. We left the bootcamp. We're gone. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, so
1: what's going on then? How 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 does that happen?
0: Yeah, I don't know, man.
1: I don't know, I don't know. People have been talking about the tiebreakers for a week. Like obviously that I think it makes more sense that you know some teams found out earlier than like last week, but then how do some teams in some regions find out earlier? Wow.
0: Johan, we posted we have been messaging them for a week. Liquid has been messaging for a week. A, by the way. We need to know what's happening here because just like us, they have visas, they have hotels, they have boot camps. So everybody was trying to find out. No answer from anybody for a whole week. Zero answer. Zero. And I understand. Look, I'm intellectually capable of understanding the predicament. Their problem is we don't know. We don't want to communicate wrong information to you. So we're going to wait until we know. But that's not the way to do it. Just tell me what you know, and if you are finding out new information, tell me when you find out, you know? Not trying to find give me a final answer the day after everybody's left. So, yeah, it was a very bad look and I feel bad for everybody. But come on, like, if you want to change the rules, don't change them after the tournament is on. On the bright side, to be
1: honest, easy, top one. Easy. <laughs> w- <I laughs> yes. woke up today, high-five true, high-five Misha. I was like, good job, you know, number one. They didn't even show up.
2: <laughs> Easy tiebreakers. Easy
1: tiebreakers.
0: So yeah, these guys have achieved what we could not achieve in a while, huh? being yeah. number one on the DPcs. And I mean, getting getting That's to a real- major
1: uh, and getting there like in style. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That was good. a
2: pretty dominant season. That was pretty impressive. And honestly, the Secret Series, I think uh, you could make a case for uh, for a draw if 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 not a loss. So, yeah actually impressive super impressive
0: oh man so yeah uh to finish the tiebreakers thing obviously we saw the outrage on on twitter and on reddit and i think that the comments were always the best part i mean i, ha- I hate and i love reddit i have a complicated relationship because i hate how much they trust everybody but some of the comments are hilarious yeah. they're very very funny yeah,
1: yeah uh, it's good content sometimes a very good content yeah
0: so there's a lot know, there's man. a lot of like
1: email i think there's a lot of like mail squeeze <laughs> or like mail jokes too and now now guess what king of males jay uh, the ultimate
0: <laughs> i i learned my lesson you know i might be exactly. silly one time yeah. but you're not gonna catch me all the time ah, i'm gonna bombard you with emails
1: Yourself made this happen you know they made it happen
0: and i think that Johanna said no how many emails i sent per week <laughs> so i'm quite active on the email uh, metaverse so, yeah, dude, look, at the end of the day, ESL went back, uh, they fixed it. Uh, I was going to say no harm done. Obviously, it's harm and it's done and it's funny, <laughs> but look, at least, n- n- you know, no community, won. <laughs> community won uh, ESL 15, but we get a, one, a, a win here. Okay, so what do you think, well, Nigma and I now has to go down to Division 2 and they have to go through the, you know, the longer route. Uh, they don't have any way to go to the major, therefore, they don't have any more ways to get points. Wait. So now they're locked into the close qualifiers. Oh, to
2: the major, sorry. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah.
0: So the only way to TI right now is through the close qualifiers at the end of the year.
2: Which at this, at this point, you could make a case that it doesn't really matter because they, they're starting from the bottom anyway, like in terms of where their team is, obviously. So, you know, whether they actually have to start from the bottom in terms of the, the, the route to TI, I think it's whatever, right?
1: The only question is going to be how many of the potential top six teams at TI would be in this Europe. Uh, qualifier, you know, like who else is gonna be yeah. there playing them? Is it gonna be liquid yeah, again? Point. Is it gonna be secret? Like, who's it gonna be?
2: How many as, how many teams you know, are gonna be of course? Like how many teams are gonna be like like in terms of numbers? Like how many teams are gonna be in it? Like I, I ma- don't know okay.
0: <laughs> So so okay, so if we follow the normal rules, yeah, you know, there's teams that are gonna be directly qualified through points, mm-hmm. so let's say if, uh, if we do very good at European teams, you know, and we directly qualify, there will be one slot more available.
2: So probably but three European, like, let's say four, European teams, at four best, European teams
0: at best. We could have five. No, you, could, have, you could
1: even have six, right? Like, you're going to have teams yep. qualify one season, and then two other teams qualify and do well, like, that's enough points.
0: So, for okay. example, if we do Gaming Gladiator, like, let's say that we won the Major, and then Gaming Gladiators finish second, and then last, next season, we don't make any points, we could potentially still qualify to TI. Mm. And that gives all the points to the next one. You know, Liquid wins season three and then Liquid goes the major and they qualify as well. Yeah. So we could end up with six teams in Europe. In the theory. problem is that <laughs> in theory, correct. The problem is that the, the regional leagues give too much points. So you're gonna have teams on I think They balanced it discos, out though yeah. a little
2: bit. That's good though. I'm looking at it now. It's four hundred points for top one and that equals to five six at the major, which I think sounds already a little bit more reasonable. I think when we competed it was like almost the same amount of points, if not more.
0: It was exactly the same. It was exactly the same. The same, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which was oh, unbelievably God. stupid. It's
1: the same as that? It so, was so winning,
0: winning South American League. Winning the South American League. It was like winning, winning the, the Major. amount of points yeah. that winning the Major. Yeah, yeah. perfect. <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't so know no problem. I don't know. No problem. that
1: when you say it? Yeah. Like
2: too stupid. I mean, the wow. amount of. The amount of stuff, honestly, we have dealt with over the years is crazy when you think about it. But r- <laughs> right now, it looks better. Like 400 <laughs> points, if you win the league, that's equal to top six at the major. Honestly, yeah. like on paper. I think it, doesn't it would make sense so if
1: there was like three majors. Now that there's only two, it just feels weird in a way because yeah, it's
2: still maybe too in much.
1: In theory, you get this. You you flunk out 16. In theory, you still get invited to TI.
2: Yeah, yeah. So less points like, at the major, right? You mean?
1: Yeah, like last place at the major and you don't even qualify to the next major there's maybe still a way that from this top one you actually can get enough points because if the same teams that do well really compete and then once next season get like top four instead and then flunk out like this could be enough in what would theory be right? a good number what's a safe number i haven't done i don't know okay so Not let's say right.
2: Somebody mistakenly I mean mistakenly that's like that's not not a good way to say it, but like somebody gets top one at the regional league, that's four hundred points. Um I mean I would still like to see a team that did like you know, that went top three at the major, top a team that I I don't know. how, how do you feel about like placing at the major versus placing at the league? Like in terms of comparison, you know? What's more important? Roughly, it doesn't have to be precise, but
0: I think if you win a major, you have enough points to qualify to TI directly.
2: Yeah. No matter what. Yeah.
0: Any majors will get you to TI.
2: That's kind of the case, or isn't it? Unless you get z- nothing besides winning the major. But no, well, because each so major. How much is first place? Six. In the major? It's a 700, almost 680. 700 for winning? Yeah. That's almost double winning the regional league.
1: Well, how much is, uh, let's say, eighth place at the major?
2: I think it's zero. I think you only... No, no, sorry. It's 200. So, 8th place at the Major is like second in the League.
0: I think it sounds kind of balanced. But let's say... I would give 800 points to the winner of a Major. 800. Let's say I get second
1: place. Let's say I get second place at the League. Then I get... How much again?
0: You get 240. 200? 240? 240.
1: And then how much do I get from 8th place?
0: Exactly the same. 240.
1: 240. So, you get 480.
2: Um...
0: I was going to say, Johan, one thing. Last year, the qualification of TI was 800 points.
2: Like the the ceiling?
0: Yeah, you needed to get 800 to get into TI directly.
2: Yeah, so you'd need, so this year, in order to achieve that, you'd need to win a league and place top five at a major, and and you make it. Which, honestly, if you were a team that won a league and made a top five of the major, you're a strong team. Like, you're probably
0: in the top 18 in the world
1: yeah no it sounds good to me honestly it does sound good to me
0: but now now i'm gonna fuck everything up because china and cis might not go to the major now what
2: mm. yeah that's tricky and uh what about the cis have they <laughs> fuck, given any
0: update on the league nope. shit man nope nothing that yeah? is oh my god but it's weird because but there is a world pl- there is a world with the major are not there
2: But they're playing CIS tournaments, though. I've seen, like, what's the Dota League, uh, what's it called? The D2CL? Champions Champions League? It's being played out with the CIS teams. Or most of them, honestly. I mean, obviously, some of the teams can compete, I guess, Na'Vi and stuff. Yeah.
0: Is a Spirit playing?
2: I mean, no, no, they're not. But they're they're playing scrims. So they could play.
1: That's crazy. So what? Hmm.
2: So out of the CIS teams, which ones cannot play right now? It seems like Navi, we haven't seen Navi play. And the other teams that are have Ukrainian players, I've seen them play. Mind games, they're playing, some tier two tournaments, and Spirit, they're playing scrims. And the Navi players are actually playing pub games, but they haven't announced anything, I
0: guess. Yeah, if I have to make a guess, and this is just me, my own guess, Uh, CIS and China will not play the major they will look to happen what happens in major 3 is China because of COVID yeah Mm. and they will create their own let's say that they just invite four teams directly to TI from China and that's it and they don't participate on the rest of the ecosystem yeah that's my assumption which means that now they have to readjust the teams or they just have to have more teams at TI Mm. yeah which is okay you know I don't think it's a horrible thing you know you invite 20-22 teams and then we play it out there i'd rather have that that are the other shenanigans
2: yeah lgd is dominating china for the what now ti fire ti 8 ti 9 ti 10 fourth year in a row where they're like it looks like they're gonna be the favorites again for the fourth year in a row
0: have have you watched them play they're playing really really yeah they're
2: killing it smashing super super strong yeah it's amazing. I saw the
0: game last week and they were like, holy shit, they look so dominant. They're very
2: strong, very strong. I think China is looking very strong though right now. A lot of very strong teams, honestly.
0: Dude, I'm so excited about the Major. I wish they were coming because I really want to see how they do, you know? Yeah. I want to see the gaming. The international
1: Dota is so much more fun, you know? Yeah, like you best. actually, you test also just so different Dota's like, because it, it is obviously more similar region to region. Like in Europe, they play similar heroes than we would and there's heroes that the eastern regions won't see the way like na and whatever like everybody gets to kind of show something that they've bred or like that their region kind of breeds um and without that i feel like Dota doesn't grow as fast sad
2: yeah very sad so wait because we started the topic of the four european teams that made it right it was og Gaming Gladiator, Gladiators. Team Liquid, Liquid and Tundra. Tundra. yep. So, zero chance for. So, Secret is not going to the major? Good morning. Nope. <laughs> How are you? Secret. <laughs> How are you? What year is this?
1: <laughs> yeah, they're not owning the midseason right now because they're, now they're powering up for TI. This, Wait, this I
2: want to check what happened. But in- there's, still
1: a, there's still a tiebreaker happening in Europe, Entity Brain, for, uh, for Division 2 slash qualifying.
2: So, yeah, the relegation. theoretically, Secret missed two majors this year. So did Nigma. It's actually it's the same teams that made it Season 1. Exactly the same teams. Team Liquid, yep. Team Tickles, Tundra, and OG. Yeah,
0: sure. Hmm, interesting. Well? Just different order.
2: Different order, but then I guess we have a clear top four in Europe.
1: Wouldn't it be funny if the major got cancelled, we did this again and the same shit happened
0: <laughs> yeah, i think not would uh, be think about it i don't want to think about it I, I already bought my tickets i bought my mom's flights and everything i'm not doing it again <laughs> please give me one tournament with og i still have not gone to one tournament with you guys and i've been here for 18 19 months yeah let's, you wanna, uh, let's hope
1: you want to bet on entity brain anyone want to guess on who who's going to take that one Entity beat them 2-0 and Brame lost two times in a row now, like miserably. They lost, they got smacked by Tundra as well.
2: I think uh, Brame is in a pretty bad spot. always. I'd bet on Entity.
1: They beat Secret Enigma though.
2: Yeah, but I think that was like momentum. I think it looks like the momentum went away.
1: Just back against the wall, bro. You're facing back to Division 2, like you're going back down. They're actually fighting for, like, either one of them going, oh, man.
0: Okay, so uh, OG, obviously, best, number one. Uh, Where do you think that we are in, like, in the evolution of a team? Because we always talk about not picking too early and all that. How do you feel about how we're playing?
2: How do you feel, Johan? You've been closer to the action.
0: I mean,
1: it's good. I don't think people are ahead of themselves either. Maybe maybe some are a little bit, but maybe that's also inevitable. Um yeah I don't think they'll I don't think they're ready for a TI yet if I will speak my mind um they're very ready daughter wise but I don't think they're ready for all the things that will be thrown at them from land event point of view pressure point of view like there's just so many things that, that could happen that could throw things off and I don't think they're ready to rebalance quick enough um but they're ready to learn so I think we're at the perfect time. You know, we're we're here. We're learning. We're about to have their first full LAN event, hopefully as a team, as a full full squad, um and that'll be a great opportunity. It it might be exactly what they need, or they're too fucking good. And shit, I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. And, you know, they already got this in the bag. Um, and nah, I think they they've got stuff to learn. That's that's my take. They're very very skilled. They're very very Dota minded, like good Dota minded. People have great ideas, they're very motivated, they have so many things that make this also work for them online uh, very well. I think things that didn't work so well for us is that we definitely enjoyed more land and motivation for some of these games that w- didn't have so much on stake. It was just, I think, harder for us to keep every, even the official games equally hype. Um, but yeah, they're, they're young and super motivated, so they got a lot of things going for them, just experience lacking.
2: Yeah, and I think is Like um, I feel like a big difference also in how they play now. Um, I think they're like taking steps and steps in terms of like how sharp and how I feel like um, maybe season one was like a lot about the fundamentals, oiling the machine and stuff. And now I think like they're taking more freedom. They're yeah, without like disclosing too much. But I just feel like the they're um, they're. Yeah, taking like steps like in terms of how how subtle the Dota that they play is. And that's super nice to see. I I think to me like season one they were like very, five very good players, like playing trying to play as well as they could together and trying to align. And now it now I think they're shaping into like a big team. Of course, there is a lot of you know, you can't just be a big team through Dota, there has to be a lot of things, but in terms of like the Dota that they play, I think it's super promising. It's really nice to see, like some of the games that they're playing is, yeah, some top-notch, top-notch stuff. So it's uh, super, super cool to witness. When was it? Can Amar started
1: about- playing. Sorry, when did he start? Okay. Was it 2013?
2: I was heard? that ATF Amar. Yeah, good question. When? Actually, I because I, 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 I
1: heard that he's, he's only played Dota for like
2: yeah, yeah, he hasn't seven, eight years or something like that. He didn't watch TI. He never he didn't check a TI before TI eight, I think he said. TI eight was the first TI that he checked. <laughs> Just to give you like an idea. So he has he had no idea TI was even a thing before that, I assume.
0: I think his brother used to play it. I mean his yeah. brother has been playing for many years. Yeah. He, so he's been around the game for a while. But not for I'll so to, long, yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, I'll have yeah. to figure it out. But yeah, I mean for for me that's crazy. You know, that's truly like new generation Dota as well. Yeah. I guess that I can see it also that it's so unique what the the team is doing and people are adapting to each other and making some really funny stress happen. And this is also why it's such a fun game. Like compared to many other games, is that imprint, that personal imprint that this OG team has, you know? Even though sure Misha was inspired by us, Chu is also very inspired by us, and there's definitely OG Dota things that we have done in the past that sometimes shine through, but holy Holy shit, man, like, they're first facing Timbersaw and stuff, you know, and making it look so Imba, and no other team is doing that. Zero. I think it's so beautiful. It's so nice. It's so cool to see. And this guy is younger than everyone else in the server, with less, yeah, less Dota, like,
2: Dota years on his back. That's um, yeah, crazy.
0: It's crazy. It's,
1: it's so fun, and it's challenging them, you know? It's more than challenging. It's dominating them.
0: Wow. No, it's super cool. It's,
1: uh, it's funny.
0: I also want to give props to BCM uh he's playing amazing i mean all the kids are playing amazing but bcm yeah like his ember the other day was super impressive yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. it gave me Ana vibes a lot of Ana vibes uh, his ember and yuragi he's actually one of the most consistent players he's good and perfect every game eh? i think what's crazy just...
2: about yuragi is his hero pool honestly like i've seen mm-hmm. him play all the heroes in the game and 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 he does really well like I, i've seen this guy play pls and, and tvs and you're like wow do you know this is like some artesi style like mode i'm gonna carry the game minute 50 and he actually dude. does dude then he that plays is- venge plus one Venge, just plays for his mid whatever and he's killing it too he's playing monkey he's playing i don't know ember safe lane. I, i've seen so many different here these are like super different ways of playing carry you know and and he does it so well every time, kunkas, whatever, like tinies, it's insane, I don't know, I don't know how he just, it, it's rare from, young. usually young players, they're like special specialists, you know, like they have like, I mean, Amar is a little bit more like that in a way, you know, he has his heroes and BZM is a little bit like that, Yuragi, Yuragi is like the opposite, in my opinion, like he just plays everything, you give him any, any hero and he's gonna do great on it. I, yes. wanted to,
1: I, I wanted to say, like, I'm so jealous of Misha sometimes because he, you, you know, what's the best part is that he also speaks like quite a bit, and he also takes control of the lane quite often, and like tells Misha what to do, says what's important, and and all these things. It's like I had this a lot with Sumail as well, but for example with Anna, there, it was like there's zero zero <laughs> of this. Um, and yeah, it's it's very cool to because he's also here, right? To kind of see, he's a very um, team-oriented player. Which I think is a perfect fit. I think they need someone like him uh, <laughs> to give you like. Also start working.
2: You know the side lanes dynamic. So Jesse and I on one side, it would be like, oh, range creep. Uh, okay, yeah, you know, like some like
1: pulling the wave, blocking it, it, the camp. It yeah. keeps bouncing
2: to each other's. You know, like Jesse's gonna tell me, oh, I'm gonna pull. i like, all right, okay. Uh, I I need some regen, or I'm like, I need help with the range creep. Yeah, I got you. I'm gonna do that. And then on the other side, it would be Johan like. Okay, I'm gonna pull, and then crickets. You know, like that quiet. You couldn't hear anything. It's don't like, die. You could, you could hear the wind. <laughs> yeah. You know, your heart is like, okay, I pulled. Nothing. Okay, they're going on me. Nothing. <laughs> you know? It was and really if, funny.
1: If you hear that, oh, it's either he's getting first blood or he's getting first blood. You don't know yeah. which one, but it's about to happen. <laughs> Dude, it was oh. so funny.
0: It was so funny. Oh shit! Yeah. Oh shit! <laughs> Uh, I was going to say that the the I think that Misha was inspired also by Yatoro, and he wanted a carry that could play everything it was part of the things that he wanted when we started looking at carry players. He said I need the versatility because we're getting to a point where, you know, your save lane might have to play everything. I mean, I f- everything I feel like it
2: complements uh, how Amar wants to play also very much. It's important. the team. Yeah, yeah, so much. It's really important it's very key that he is so flexible and I hope they I'm sure they understand it to a certain extent, because his versatility it really puts Amar in a in a good spot. Like, in a lot he he's a scary player to to give last pick to, you know, uh, because he has a a way to play his heroes where like you give uh, they can first he can first pick timber and make you look imba. So imagine if it's a last pick timber in a perfect timber game, it's like the game is just done, you know, or other heroes. So when you know you can shove any hero on your raggy, worst case scenario, it's drafting wise it gives them a lot of freedom. Uh, it's it's really nice.
0: This is why I think he should get a lot of praise, you know, yeah. because he gets stuck sometimes with the hero that no one wants. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Do yeah, it all the
1: time. I I don't know. There's a, there's this thing where somebody I'm not gonna like break it down in front of the whole world, but somebody wants Razor to be picked. It's not your Yuragi. Yuragi doesn't fucking want the Razor to be picked. He fucking hates playing the hero. And then always like always this happened so many times apparently that he gets shoved. The Razor gets shoved on him, and then mood just dies, you know, because everybody knows it's like why is he playing it again like. Who, who did this this time, you know? And everybody's just tilted because, yeah, it's, it's typical in Dota. Somebody being really obsessed with something and they're not able to take the full but responsibility. We,
0: Johan, we have some heroes that we played in, in all the lanes. Like the racer, right, we right, can right. play Me, mid, yeah, save yeah, yeah. lane, off lane. We don't care. We'll play it anywhere. It's incredible. I mean, it's obviously so, so fascinating how much Dota these kids play and how good they are at Dota. And I think Misha wanted that flexibility and dude like we're playing so many crazy combos huh? and so many crazy heroes I think special mention to, also
2: to yeah. to Taiga because uh, mm-hmm. i feel like he has taken the space that he should be taking i mean he always did but in terms of dora i feel like he's much more comfortable also much more um i think he spent a lot of time adapting and trying to understand what would be optimal for the team uh, which is great you know uh, props to him for doing so but maybe he delayed a little bit also. You know, he's very selfless, uh, so he maybe delayed a little bit how he wanted to fit into that and what he needed from the team for him to feel good and be enabled. And I feel like this is happening like more and more. Uh, and you feel his presence in, in the games more and more. You felt it a lot, but now there are games where I feel like he just, crush, just crushes the game. like Because you, you can tell that he feels like he can take the space when he wants it. Uh, and the team also is ready to give him the space which is super nice to see he's been amazing to play
1: best enigma in the world right now I'm pretty sure
2: yeah he's the only one I mean there's, they have so many things that they're the only one doing uh, only one's doing okay. and that says that, that's like a statement when, you, when you're when you that when you when you do that it means you're 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 peaking
0: yeah. and, and what I missed ah. a special mention also for Misha because Seb you speak all the time we don't really say that very out loud but you think that Misha is probably one of the best bottom clicker fives in the world. He does, his spell casting is just perfect every time.
2: Eh? Yeah, I think he doesn't, because it's like, it's always like that for some reason. It's like, if you're going to be a very good teammate, then there's just this assumption that you might be a little bit worse and you're compensating, but he, he's not. He's he's truly not, you know, I I I think he's really smart and really good like the way he plays the game like literally the the button clicking I think it's super good from him. Um yeah, you can take a closer look at what he does in the games and stuff and it's it's, it's really nice.
1: I'm trying to convince him to play profit. I'm tr- I'm I'm trying to convince him to play, oh, some yeah, play profit <laughs> and some <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah, he would own with them, I'm sure.
1: No no I think I think he wants to I think he wants to get ready but he's taking he's taking one hero at a time he's grinding getting comfortable like uh I'm, he, they're all on a really good path man they're they're on a really good path like I I still think the resilience and the positive energy that uh, like the the radiates from Misha and I say resilience because holy shit man like it it hasn't swayed yet much like very very little and when, when it does he like he talks to me but he, it doesn't sway in front of the team it's so that's the most impressive part right yeah i think at the end of the day that's also why we chose him for at least one of the reasons why i chose him is he fucking wants this so bad yeah and you can tell and he's doing everything he can he's he is like the best version of himself to make this shit happen
2: and he's strong right like he i mean like he has really strong what's the way to say it in english like strong shoulders i feel like you know he can carry a lot of weight on his shoulders without he is shaking he
1: I yeah. think he also has a bit of my fault, which is like, he will let shit slide because he is too caring, you know, and he won't. Yeah, he will let something sit for too long uh, just because he cares too much. Um, and but he hasn't lost control yet, you know, or like, yeah, And this is like you you probably cannot be like that without always seeing the, I mean- the good. And, and when you do that, it's like sometimes it bites you, but, but whatever
2: of course there's always downsides to the stands you're gonna take but uh, as long as he's so you know... full of
1: energy man he's so fucking full of energy it's so good yeah. to see him and true
2: that's awesome that's awesome and there's no secret when a team performs like that you gotta have the head of the team doing good things also you know like it's important yeah
1: when you see someone doing this like in the beginning of the day you know you know it's gonna be like Someone, something is coming, somebody is coming for you and I always see Misha, like, fucking going in.
2: Yeah.
0: I think that we have like an interesting but perfect combination of elements because Misha was, like, in a way, your, he learned from you guys, but now he has a lot of your experience, but also he, you guys set up like a mood, you know? And everybody around the kids loves Dora and loves them. So, you know, they're surrounded by this cycle of positivity the whole day. There's nobody like every single time we communicate with them is amazing things. And I'm not saying that everything is perfect, Johan, but it's like, you know, everybody loves Dora so much. All our staffers, all our social media, everybody just breathes and loves Dora. So, yes, when you start winning, it's much easier just to feel happy. I mean, last year with you guys, it was freaking fucking rough, you know, <laughs> to feel happy week after week. Because <laughs> they're like, oh, well, we're getting dumpster again. Yeah, so, but... I mean, the, the... <laughs> I think what's
2: important is that now is now is the time where you what's it called you make the reserves for winter you know because winter is coming it's gonna come so if now there's yeah. a lot of positivity and a lot of pride and you know you name it whatever all the great things that come with everything kicking and working out it's time to put them aside so that when the tougher day comes come and they're gonna come we have that to chew on and remember hey this is what it felt like this is what it truly was and now it's not because there's like a a bunch of clouds that the sky isn't blue it's still blue the sky stays the sky no matter what how many clouds they are so don't get faded by it and yeah i think it's important also for the people that surround the team to also have that in mind you know like obviously things are easier when the team wins and because yeah it just you get the reward you get the quick reward in a way but truly the 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 actions that are taken um they deserve to be celebrated and when there's a reward now it's just the celebration just comes naturally but i i do think that even with all that reward you could still look at this half class that's half full and be like well, you know, people are, because when the team is going to be losing, they're still going to be working hard, still giving their best. You know, all the individuals that we described, they're still going to do every day what they've been doing that got them to dominate the European division. And maybe for certain reasons, it's not going to work, you know, And but that's fine, that's okay. And, and especially in these moments, this is when themselves and the people around them are going to need to, yeah, stay clear on, on, on what it truly is and what's truly happening. So... Yeah, that's, uh, we that's get, important.
0: We get pretty humble on the scrims, right? Eh? We get pretty fucked in the scrims sometimes. So I think that that's even it out. Every uh, team.
2: So. I think it's also like, uh, it happens a lot also when, I don't know how you feel about it, Johan, but I feel like whenever a team does really well in in officials and they found this, their system, maybe the scrims are not as, you know, like a bad scrim. is like, it's just a bad scrim. Maybe there's not so much weight to put on the scrims also
1: yeah but the, they still get frustrated for sure yeah and you can you can see it and it's like and they're like they go out of the game it's like i still want to play more it was like you're not fully committing to the to the practice but you still just want to jerk off here like do you like <laughs> jerking off together is that it like we can all fucking go in and lose together but so. it's like some people at some days they're like fuck man like i could this is not how i want to be spending my time where it's like not the most fun i could have and, and you know what i'm talking about and yeah and sometimes it's, it's, it's like that, and it, this is where you need to be like a group and be like, sorry guys, I can't do it right now for these two games. I'm just, I'm going to give it my 70% or as much as I can, but it might not be my 100. One day some dude's going to be like, I need somebody, like one day we we'll all give it our best. Like I can't take this anymore, you know? Like another slow game or another game that we should have won or somebody dropping the ball. I can't take it anymore. And that's fair too, right? Like I think everybody has that requirement to see that if we're practicing if we're playing together i need to see how good we can be because if not like i'm gonna start doubting and and i think that's natural um so they do they do get frustrated and I, i'm sure it's something to do with that i'm sure it's like normal and it's part of the process but it, yeah this is there's no this is a secret sauce and i'm very happy to spill it you know be a good person be the best version of yourself try your hardest and eventually you might make it, you know? And if everybody does that, fuck it. I win too, because the world will be better. But this is where most people will falter. They just, they can't do what it takes. They, they, those days when it's the darkest, when everything is fucking shitty and you, you doubt everything, this is when you're going to have to try even harder, you know? You're just going to have to keep walking. Even though your body is giving up, you just have to keep walking. Some people give up. On the other don't, side, it's very beautiful. Up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: So we spoke the other week about gaming gladiators. I would love to hear your thoughts about Tundra and Liquid. Uh did you saw the Liquid versus uh Gaming Gladiators series?
1: Yeah. Actually I missed what that one. Think? I it was yesterday. Yeah, missed it. Mm-hmm.
2: I was watching. Um Yeah, I mean let me just pull up the dress for myself too because yeah, it was it, it so. was three games.
0: I mean that one was the the bear.
2: Well to be honest, I still feel I still feel The Liquid players, right? Like, I feel the Matu, Impact, like Insania, Mikkei. Like, I just feel like Gaming Gladiators, they're a team that they have like a system. You know what I mean? So, whenever Liquid, I think when Liquid plays Gaming Gladiator, they're playing Gaming Gladiators game. Because I don't think Liquid even knows what Liquid's game is. That's how it feels to me, you know, which is not like a bad thing. So, you know what we learned also from DPC? competing ourselves is, is that there is a particular way to prepare for these games and i feel like some of the teams still haven't adapted like some of the maybe old guard players and liquid like they're too versatile for these games if that makes sense you know like i think if they narrow down things to like a system that's like easier to master then they would probably do better which i think gaming daddy is doing it shows also in the drafts like They have their system. They know what they want. They know the kind of game they want to force Liquid into. And and it works really well. And they execute really well, too. And I think Liquid, they just go and they go with the flow, you know? So they need, like, a lot of improvisation, talent, uh, you know, flashes of brilliance. So So it's it's like an uphill battle, in a way. But even though they're fighting this uphill battle, they still look good, in my opinion. Which says a lot. So I wouldn't really, like, of course... Gaming players beat them and they're ahead of them in the league, but I don't think they're... I don't know. If I spoke my mind, I would even say that I think Liquid is a little bit stronger, but obviously the results don't show that and they might prove me wrong, but I think Liquid is strong. Um, I see some flaws also, but very strong team in my opinion. Awesome. I mean, I may... And Tundra,
0: better or worse <laughs> with Fyder, uh, without Fada.
2: Uh... That's hard to say because I called it like one of the worst, the worst kick, one of the worst kicks in Dota history. Except
0: Twitter,
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> so far, so far, it, 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 the prophecy didn't come. But the, you know, the Artizio one took some time. Uh, this one, I'm <laughs> hoping that. <laughs>
1: oh, this shit, one, Actually, actually,
2: it took some time, but today it doesn't look so bad. Uh, but this one, um, yeah, I'm giving it maybe five to six years. Let's see. Nah, I mean. Uh, honestly, I don't know. I need to see more. Like um, obviously, you know, you're yeah, Mufada. Yeah, yeah. That's a big loss, but you're bringing Saxa, which you know is always going to be a big bonus. You know because of how good this guy is at the game. I just feel like maybe they have less um, what's it called uh, things in stock. You know when they're going to get super challenged, when they're going to be back against the wall. The old roster to me felt like it could bounce back. Always they could figure it out. Maybe this one I don't know if they have as much of it. That's my take, but it could be a. Don't bet on that take. You know, it might be a really bad take.
1: Yeah, I'm curious too because I think I think a lot of these things also comes down to how what kind of a how strong of a team you are when faced with um, how to say it like when faced with more unorthodox or more unknown uh, strategies like things in Dota and let's say you're a team from Europe and you're or a team from, from a region and you practice some things, let's say I think Wings would be top two in the world at playing against anyone in the world, if you understand what I mean. Whereas maybe a team like Tundra, this is just a vibe I get from some teams, and I think Tundra might be one of them too. Like if you get quickly drawn into a new meta, you might not be as adaptable or be able to switch up, you know, because you're trying to adapt to them instead of also coming up with something new if you're too rigid it doesn't work um, and I wonder if this team is slightly more rigid because of adding Saxon, removing Fada I'm not sure I think snaking is also very uh, Dota ins- inspirational and like very uh, f- like, full of ideas and I'm sure he's not the only one but but um, I, I think Fada was like, pretty exceptional at that uh, I think it's often been one of his strong points or like, often it's been for a very long time if not the since the beginning one of his strong points but yeah, I don't know what you think about that stuff. Like, I, I take great pride in also trying that myself. Like, yeah. new Dota, you play Wings, it's like Anti-Mage Centaur Chen. You play Wings, it's like Agward in AA. You don't know, and you always have to adapt. Um, And I think, truly, that's also great Dota, and where the greatest Dota will often be like that is going to be TI. Um,
2: yeah, I mean, if- just think about it, right? I mean, you. I think the words you put on on that like is is perfect. It really describes also what I was trying to say but I couldn't find the right words. Like think about it, like these teams I mean now of course back to what we spoke at the beginning of the podcast, like we don't really know, but theoretically these teams should meet international teams at the major sooner than later. Mm-hmm. And you're you're one of these teams, you're gonna have to play teams like, you know, gaming gladiator for instance that have like a scripted System, you know, you know their picks, you know their comfort zone, everything it always comes every game. And then you're so you're gonna play these teams that are picking whatever, you know, gaming Daddy, year. Last game, they they picked first pick Marks, Marks, and three games in a row, strong cores, blah blah blah. Then on the other side, you're gonna meet LGD, you know, they're playing Phoenix almost every game, they're playing like heavy team fight. Ame is still like mega farm mode, they're aiming for the late games. It's like a completely different meta. Then you have the C meta. That's like that's even more different from from these teams. And it's like you cannot go into these games with a with a you know with with like a pre made idea of what you're gonna do. Like you have to be ready to adapt. You know you're gonna be forced to adapt, or they're gonna break you wide open. These teams. Like eventually, what you do is not gonna work against one of these teams, and then you're gonna be really really clueless. So, as you said, you know, like for these teams that are more rigid, I like the word, I think it describes really well. Some of these teams are too rigid. uh, And maybe they can not be rigid, but they haven't been forced to show something else. And then these teams are going to do great. And maybe they are just too rigid. And then they can't really, they don't really have a second card that they can play. And then these teams are going to collapse or like they're going to do worse, you know? Um, And yeah. I, I guess we don't really know if Tundra is one of that one of these teams or not. Like that's probably the best way to put it.
0: For me, I echo what you guys said. I think that the team got a little bit too more dimensional, but at the same time, a little bit more dangerous because they are cleaner on some of the things that they do. That's that true. They with, with yeah. They're very, very clean. Some of the strats, you can see that they are, can play those strats a little bit better because maybe Sasuke is just a better player, but I think they got a little bit too more dimensional. So, we'll see, if, you know?
1: Yeah, that's a good point. Any thoughts of any any tiebreaker?
0: Well, three three you remember we talked about this last uh on Thursday, yeah. I told them the thing could happen. It's like rock, paper, scissors. EG has Quincy, Quincy has T S M and T S M has
2: EG. Oh, I, like are tiebreakers going to happen for sure here? Well, yeah, for, yeah,
1: yeah, for Because, them, because yes. they're playing for a slot. Like one team will not make it, two teams will.
2: And have they announced
0: yeah. when they're gonna be played? That's tonight. Uh, Friday. Oh Friday. Friday. Ah Friday.
2: Okay.
0: So it's I literally more... just ah. messaged just message Jack right now as we were live. And he says Friday three PM. So by the time this comes out, they already been played. Okay. Hmm. So what do you have? Come on, make a make a make a bid. A bet. This will be after, you know? The already the games are played. Um
2: hmm. <laughs> yeah,
0: tough one.
1: Hmm. I mean I want Yes to make it. So Yes is gonna make it.
2: How many te- two teams are gonna make it? Only, yeah, two out of the three. Hmm.
1: Let me flip a coin for the other two heads for Quincy, tails for TSM. Um, what did I say? Heads for Quincy, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Okay, I think Quincy is gonna make it.
0: EG Quincy. EG Quincy, EG Quincy, EG Quincy, yeah. I think it's gonna be TSM Quincy. You think EG will make it? I have to go for the underdogs. I, I mean, mathematically, is Quincy
1: is the weakest, because they have actually five map losses, and the other ones have four and three. So just mathematically.
0: I just don't know why. When Quincy plays EG, <clears throat> I don't know why they just don't show the best version of themselves. And when Quincy plays TSM, Quincy looks like the TI champion, yeah? Yeah. It's such a strange combination. And The same thing with TSM. TSM dumpsters EG, and then EG dumpsters Quincy, yeah?
2: I feel like uh, Quincy, like maybe they're a little bit stronger strategically than TSM, but I think that TSM plays better. That's how I feel. I mean, right now, at least from what I've saw, even though they lost, uh, and I think EG is better than both these teams. That's kind of how I feel. But uh, yeah, but EG, I think EG is like a building. Still, they're in the building process. Like I, I was watching. Uh, so I, I watched pretty closely their series against Quincy the other day, uh, or no, was it against Quincy? Oh, TSM, sorry, th- when he went for three games that they lost, and uh, yeah, they were actually <laughs> trying to play as a, a style that they usually don't really play. Like they were playing super fast, like a lot of applying a lot of pressure and stuff. And some sequences they were doing it really well, and some sequences it was like. <laughs> not so well. So so they ended up losing, but I think they sh- to me they showed something that could be very promising if they yeah. And I think it, had they played for instance like the first 10 minutes of the game, I think it was whew, it was some some good stuff, you know. And I think had they played the entire game like that, they would look like on a completely different level in that league, like completely different level. They would look like LGD like, you know. Uh, but they didn't, and it's not easy to execute, but yeah. I'll put EG top 1-2, but they might also not be ready for the tiebreaker, so it's hard to say.
0: If you have a thing, I guess, it's just two teams.
2: Maybe EG Quincy? I could agree with that, but um, yeah. like if, EG Quincy? Yeah. Rational guess EG Quincy in terms of Dota, EG TSM for now. Yeah.
0: We will see. We will see what happens then. Okay, uh, boys, for to wrap it up this, this episode, we have five more minutes. Uh, any other topic that you would like to discuss uh, regarding the current state of Dora? Oh, of course, we have one thing to discuss. The show that we're doing in, in Stockholm. So we're going to be doing an after dark uh, podcast every uh, show, sorry. So the moment that the game finishes, uh, we're going to be live from Stockholm, from the Red Bull sphere. Uh, Johan and I will be there, and Seb, we are going to announce this week that he will be there with us. And yeah, the moment is like the moment that the game's finished, we're live. We're going to be talking about the games, breaking down the games, uh, making fun of Seb. You know, the classic A interaction classic. between the three of us. <laughs> You're coming to the major, Seb? Yeah. Okay, Surprise! <laughs> let's
1: go, let's go.
2: I have to leave on the, what is it? The Monday, I think, or the on... Sunday night, or something like that.
1: Stay for after party.
2: I might, yeah. That's the that's the tricky thing if I can make it or not, because I have a wedding on the on Wednesday, and it's uh it's like in it's in Greece in some hard hard to access part of Greece. So it's like, yeah. I okay, have to we'll just it
1: pause the major I'm... for you. We'll pause the after party for you to come back.
2: No, no, no. But it's like I'll I'll F-9. be there for ninety. 5% of the action and then the last 5% have a question mark but it's okay.
0: We haven't been in the same room since the I- Yeah. since Romania.
2: Yeah. Mhm. So it'll be great. Oh, man. So w- what a weird what a weird bunch of years honestly like everything yep. seems so disconnected so you know it's crazy. But yeah, hopefully we're we're out of that soon but now they're <laughs> starting in China. Ah, anyways.
0: <laughs> But anyway, the show will be great. Uh, we're going to be producing it with Red Bull and it will be out on Twitch. And it will be like around an hour to two hour show every day. The moment that the, fin- the game finishes, we will have audiences. We will have activations there. And I th- and think obviously it's going to be absolutely terrifying doing this show live. Uh, we have to be very careful with <laughs> what we say. And we're going to have a few other interesting guests that... Uh <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to give them like an eject button in case of one of them says something They can be uh, teleported out of the venue because we're going to try to bring...
1: Cut the mic off.
0: Yeah, we're going to bring some of very interesting uh, characters from that part of the world that lives there and they're famous for, <laughs> I mean, people can sure figure out what I'm talking about, but yeah, uh, it's super, super exciting. I, I think that we made this podcast together and... This is something that we wanted to do, and now that Johan and Seb are not playing, it's a great opportunity to get them to do more things, share more knowledge. And how awesome would it be, you know, that you guys get to break down the games right after the games are finished? So, yep, yep.
2: Yeah, it's going to be super cool. It's going to be super cool. I'm really looking forward to it.
0: Hopefully, Let's see, maybe Seb yeah. will hire me next time if
1: we do a good enough job showing <laughs> our uh, ability here to be Analyst Seb. I don't know.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. In your dreams. So, Yeah, are you serious, are you scared at all about going live? I'm the only one that has never done it live because both of you have been in TI panels and and that. For yeah, me, no, I don't. I'm
2: terrified. I'm not so scared. It will be fine. It will be just very smooth. You just have to not think about it. Honestly, sometimes I even forget we're not live here, like you know. But at the same time, I say that, and then I get a Reddit thread every three months, so I'm probably not good at it. But you just, you're bad, and you just. <laughs> <That was gonna> <laughs> <say>. <laughs> you just have to. Accept that you're bad and yeah, just be you, it's fine.
0: I think that for me, I play like a fundamental part of this team because I get most of the hate and it's good, you know? You guys are like, oh my God, Johan and Sepp is great, but who the fuck is this Jerry Marluna? Why is he there? <laughs> You'll be so. my cancel
1: shield. It's nice, <laughs> nice.
0: Yeah, I, I see myself like answering sometimes on Reddit like, well, fuck you, if you don't like it, don't watch it. But then I was like, no, probably I should not say this, here.
1: Hit escape, so. Jay. hit escape, don't hit enter. <laughs>
0: I type it. I type it. i ah, no. Uh, it's okay. Okay, well, uh, this is going to be it for today's episode. I hope you guys enjoyed. Uh, please ask questions, leave comments for the algorithm uh, so we can beat Kyle in every other episode. That would be our approach going on. And see you, uh, see everybody soon.